Welcome to Rumble, Young Man Rumble. I am your host, Kevin Clay Franklin. I am the host with the most, former NFL athlete, college student sports, and track and field and football from Southern University LSU. I'm a sports enthusiast. I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Join us each episode where we will tackle current events from entertainment to business from an athlete's perspective. Funny, but yet real. This is Rumble, Young Man Rumble. Well, guys, like I tell you every week, guys, it, it, it's a very much a pleasure, and I love what I do because I get to interview my buddies, my friends, the people that I hold dear to my heart, and I want to introduce you guys to a guy, Andy Martin, the head coach for U High. He is a friend of mine. We coach together at, uh, at Catholic High, and he's near, his family is near and dear to me, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, so, and he, hey, state championship coach, a great defensive coordinator. Hey, guys, I could keep going on and on, but I'm going to just introduce my friend to you, Andy Martin. Kevin, yeah, I appreciate you bringing me on here, man. It uh, brings me back to the days when we were coaching back at Catholic, and I, I just saw the energy you always brought to the field and, and still bringing it to your job now, and, man, I really appreciate you bringing me on here. Yeah, Coach, and it was, man, and it was some great times, Coach, and, and, and uh, us being at Catholic together was very something I hold near and dear to my heart. And just having you there, and coach, people don't understand on how much of a a, a genius you are uh, uh, defensively, man. You are a defensive savant, man. Like you just you just know your defense, and so it was a part of me getting to know you as a coach, and it, that was the part I love because I got to follow you and got to learn from you, coach. So, well, I, I don't know about genius and all that, but we, uh, <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have we have a system we put in, and look, I, I've been a beneficiary of having great coaches help me out and, and really some good mentors and uh and and, and taking you know you, you you steal information from people you try to put it together and work in a system that, that you think will work for your guys and i think that's what we've, we've been successful in doing but uh so it, it's been working so far we'll see if we can keep it going yes sir and it really has coach so tell us about in the midst of all what's going on coach tell us about what's going on and how do you feel about being back with your U High Cubs back in the in the locker room back into the field. How does it feel to be back, coach? It's been a been a long two, three months, coach. It was a long two, three months. It was it was actually, you know, we were able to take advantage of it, my family and just have some more family time. But but at the same time when we got the opportunity to come back, I was really excited. I, I was so excited to see the guys again. I think they were so excited. We kept seeing it on the Zoom calls that we would have is they, we, we'd let, give them 10 minutes just to, to talk to each other. You know, they just want to talk to each other and see each other. And that first day when we got to see them, it, it was exciting. Last week was an awesome week to get back and start seeing guys. And then today, just getting back into our routine and, and just getting it rolling. It's been so much fun. Seeing the coach interact again, seeing the players every single day. You know, that, that's why we do it. We, we want to see the kids. We want to, you know, try to help them and build them and, and, and give them the opportunity to be successful. And so it's been fun. It really has been. Yes, coach. And, and and then seeing those guys and seeing those faces light up when they see each other, I think it lets you get back to the root of why we do this. Get to the back to the root of why we coach, why we do these things, coach. So, uh, in the measures of of the COVID, coach, what are some of the things that uh, that you guys are doing in COVID, and how are the guys adapted to the new COVID measures? It, it's funny. It's we call it the new norms now. You know, the things we got to do now. So it's take the temperature when they get in they all drive up in the front we get their temperature and we we kind of separate them out into four different groups i guess pods and, and just let that pod work together in case something would happen only that pod would have to be removed you know so uh we work them we, we keep them separate from one another and that, that's the only thing that i don't like about it is 
that you're not able to really bring your team together per se. Um, but right. but we're, we're making it we're making it work. And, and uh, the four groups, you know, we typically have one in the weight room and one what we consider to be our outside weight room, and then we'll have one in the gym and one outside on the turf. And uh, kind of groups one and two will rotate the weight room and outside weight room. Groups three and four rotate the gym and outside on the turf. And then once those two have been through their their drills, then we'll put three and four in the outside weight room and one and two going on the turf in the gym. So it's uh, the coaches, you know, the, the planning that the coaches did and, and helping to, to get all this going to make sure that nobody's crossing one another. Everybody's paths are separate. Everybody has their mask and and. and we use gloves in the weight room and just making sure everybody's following what they're supposed to be doing. That the coaches, I, I can't say enough about the guys that have helped me to get all this together and they're helping me run it because it, you got to stay on these guys and making sure that they're, they're following the protocols. And But it's been great. It's, it's been a great start to it. Yeah, and it really has, Coach. And I, I see a lot of the footage and I see, I hear a lot about the things, again, from Neil Weiner and Gabe and Sears and all, the, all of my coaching family, I call it. So, coach, in your pods, I want to get into a little, little bit into the de- little to the details. Not much, coach, but the pods. Are they just with position? Are they just with position guys, or, or just running backs? Or how do you how did y'all fix up the pods that they're all different so, this group? Yeah. So what we did was we kind of did a, um, a first team offense, a first team defense. That would be groups one and two, and then kind of a okay. JV offense group three yeah. and a JV yeah. defense group four. Now some of those guys are going to go both ways, but for right now, just to kind of pencil them into a certain spot that's kind of how we separated it out okay okay so here it is so i'm thinking if you lose a whole pod during the season or something happens you can you can play your second team correct i, I figured out <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> that's that's what we're looking at you know exactly um, I, I knew think, it would come i knew it that was it <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just hoping you know i'm hoping during the season we, we just hope that, that this thing magically goes away i guess you know uh yeah over the it's summer been, right now it, it could yeah. wipe out a pod but i'm hoping it don't do that during yeah. the season so we'll yeah, see, they, you know? yeah. As a, you, you got to take a note precautions for these young players coaching that means a lot to me and to the community as well and the parents and the parents feel comfortable sending their babies uh, over to you guys. We did. We did a lot of, you know, a lot of just. We did a lot of talking to them before they came. A lot of emails and just. I wanted to make the, the parents comfortable and let them know that that we're taking all the precautions necessary to yeah. make sure that we're keeping gotcha. them safe. And, and and that was our yeah. number one thing. Is I don't I don't want to take any chance on anything. We're gonna we're gonna do it the right way. And and you know, the, the coaching community is amazing. It really is. You know, uh, between Gabe yeah. and, and just all the all the different coaches that collaborate together i mean i talked to neil and gabe and multiple coaches just willing to put the way they're doing things out there so everybody can see it and learn from it and, and that's been the greatest thing i've seen since this COVID's happened just the coaching community come together on zoom calls and, and just putting information out there so you can become not only a better coach but also do things the right way and and, and with this stuff it's, it's just been awesome to see yeah it really has coach and, and you guys galvanizing and i see coach uh, Coach Gabe and Coach, uh, they, they, they invite coaches on their, their Zoom calls. They invite them to meetings when they're talking about power. They invite the offensive team meetings. And, like, they do a lot uh, for inviting guys and opening up that scene. And I, it's called the brotherhood for a reason, man. It's coaching brotherhood, brother. And I love it, man. I love it. So the next question I have for you, Coach, is, is a little deeper down the rabbit hole. Uh, it's about race relations, Coach. How was that talk with your team uh, with all players and being inclusive at U High, which is a multicultural school. Like, you guys have kids from everywhere, just like Catholic. So how was it having that talk about race relations with your players? You know, we, we did that on the on – the, we, obviously, we couldn't go on the Monday because of the hurricane, but we did it on the Tuesday, and I talked to each group individually. And, and, and you know, my biggest theme of all of it was 
just understanding what, what people are going through and, and understanding. And it's an opportunity for everybody to see and have, have these conversations about what's going on and try to figure out ways to make sure these things don't happen again. And, and, uh, and, and so we talked a lot about that. You know, the one thing I love about sports is that it allows you that opportunity to bring together people, black, white, different religions, different races, different nationalities in, into one team. And what I told our team is I want our team to be the example for everybody to see the way that, like that it. it can happen. Like and, and, uh, and, and, and that's, that's our challenge. You know, we, every year it, it's, can you bring the group together? And, and, you know, you look in the stands and, and sports arenas and you have, you have teams that are able to galvanize black, white. It doesn't matter what your color is. When, when your team scores, you're hugging the person next to you. And, and right. you're not saying, well, I'm not, right. hugging, I'm not hugging this person because they're a different color. No, you're, you're cheering, you're hugging, you know. So I think sports gives us the avenue to be able to do these things. And, and that's why I love it so much. And, and, and I have to talk to our team about it. I said, let's be the example. Let's, let's show people, let's show the community, let's show everybody an example of what can happen when it doesn't matter your color, your skin. We're just, we're, we're one team. We're one family. We're one brotherhood. I said, you may not like your brother all the time. But you're oh, gonna no. love him and you're gonna right. have and you're gonna have his back, you know. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. They might not go they might argue, they might fight, but at the end of the day that's your brother. Nobody knows you like your brother do. That and is. I love and, you it. Know, so. it, it's a tragic situation that happened, but it, it, it's allowing people to have have the tough conversations and it's, a, it's allowing people to maybe come out of their comfort zones and start to talk about these things and hopefully we're moving society in the right direction. You're seeing a lot of young people get involved in this movement and, and so I think, you know, Giving them a say and letting them talk about it is, is how we're going to move forward. Because the next generation is the people that's going to be the leaders one day, you know. So maybe we can change things by, by educating people, having people get together and talk and, and see if we can get the society going the right direction. Right. And, Coach, and, and, and add, add this part too, Coach, because it's a tough conversation. And, and that's what I love. I took something what you just said, and, and, and this resonates through everybody is equally saying the same thing. All the coaches that I talk to is that having a tough conversation, coach. So, how is your your team um, and and you high dealing with some? And you high. This is different for for, for you high too. How is you high tackling and your coaching staff tackling some of these tough conversations? Like you you said before that you you met with the team and talked about them, but are they meeting in small groups? Are they meeting with the school? Or how are they having some of those uh, conversations, tough conversations too? So we, we've had we've had conversation with our administration and just just in, in general with with the way that, that you know we were to handle it. And I, you know, I, I've talked to many people on just kind of how I wanted to address the team. You know, okay. and so with, within our groups, we've definitely had coaches talking to them and, and the players talking and stuff like that. So so we, we're having it, and, and I think it's it's not a thing that's over. You know, by any stretch of the imagination, I think it's something that's going to continue to happen and the conversation that keep happening. You know, I don't think it's something that that you have a conversation at one time and that ends it and, and it's over, you know? I think it's something that, that you continue to build on throughout the season, you continue to talk about, and you continue to make sure that, that everybody's moving in the right direction. And, you know, and so I think I think that it's something that's going to continue to happen throughout the season and, and continuing through the off season too. Yes, I think so. I think it's something that's going to change the whole dynamic of of high school sports. It's going to change the whole dynamic of, of race relations in, in different states and different, you know, different regions. And in Baton Rouge, I think it's going to change everything that we do um, because it's just, it's those conversations that need to have. So I appreciate that, Coach. So with that, Coach, we're going to take a, take a break, Coach. Guys, do not touch that dial. We're going to be right back with Coach, Coach Martin, and we're going to talk, get into the season, get into uh, his 220 season and his roster and get into his schedule and stuff like that. So don't, do not touch that dial. We'll be right, right back. This show is sponsored by Make Abomination Studios. 
allow them to enhance your beauty. Specializing in bridal glam, natural glam, special events, eyelash extensions, waxing services, and classes, stop by your studio if you're in the Baton Rouge area. She can be reached at 2157 Wooddale Boulevard, Suite 140A, Makeup Amelie Studios. Allow them to enhance your beauty. Well, Coach, getting into your next season, getting into this new season, Coach, you, you were coming in fresh from last year. Coach, let's, let's get this out of the way, Coach. Coach, you did a phenomenal job, man. Come on, baby. Come on, Coach. You, <laughs> coach, you coach. Hey, man, this is your boy. This, hey, I'm your boy at this point. Coach, you did a phenomenal job, Coach, coming in there. And, and doing what you did last year, Coach. And how do you build on that, Coach? How do you build on that? And, and what, what did you do going into that new year, taking on that new team, Coach? Well, look, Kevin, I appreciate it. And, and the biggest thing is you got to have guys that, that are good systems around you, and, and that's the biggest thing. I, I didn't necessarily do anything different. I had some good people helping me out, I can tell you that. Um, we were fortunate to have some good kids, and uh, and we did have to replace coming into last year. We had 17 stars we had to replace. We, we lost a you know, I think six yeah. guys that signed at Power Five schools. And, and <laughs> yeah, we lost, we lost some yeah. good players, but you know, yeah. um, I think Chad gave me a lot of the opportunity to to grow as as an assistant coach, and really, he saw me as almost you know head coach of the defense, and so he, he allowed me to do a lot of things that really helped me in my first year of being a head coach. So I owe a lot to him and what he allowed me to do when I, when I was an associate head coach under him. So I think okay. when the transition when the transition happened, it, it seemed to be. It, it was pretty seamless for us, and uh, the biggest change was offense because we had a new offense coordinator coming in and, and, and changed yeah. the terminology. And and uh, Lucas Peters came in and did a great job with them. And, and uh, so I I think I think you know just the build up of the kids working so hard, and then the coaches just really doing a great job. They're really uh, with their positions and, and making sure their kids understand what they, what they need to do. And and it's it's like when we were Catholic. It, it's the expectation of of being successful it's, it's next man up you know and so that i think that's the mentality that that we've been able to build and that's our goal and, and when chad and i first started you highest to build a program like that and so i think i think that's the attitude that the kids took so they didn't see that we had any different team they, they were just going out there to compete right and guys all my listeners who don't know uh chad mahaffey is who coaches talk about he's coaching now at walker coach am i correct he's coaching head coach that's at right. walker now uh yeah. he, come, yeah. he came from and here it is the coaching tree at Catholic goes deep. And Coach Martin was at Catholic High. Coach Mahaffey, I'm trying to get him on too, Coach. You tell him, Coach Kevin Franklin, look for him too. <laughs> so all these guys coach together. <laughs> tell him I'm looking for him, man. So all these guys, my listeners, they, they coach at Catholic High. So they were able to build this rep, rep, rapport with each other. They were building this coaching tree that Coach Weiner had. And, and guys, they just kept it going. And then for them to be able to start that balance that they did over at U High was absolutely phenomenal. And, the, and the, how many state championships, Coach, did you win over there? Three, three two or three? We won, right? we won three. Yeah, we won three. Three. Three, three state championships, guys. Y'all hear me? Three state championships at U High. So, Coach, how do you go into your, your next season, uh, season two, and you try to get back to those those uh, those championship days. How do you do that? Well, I think we got to continue to get to work. And 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 the good thing is the, the leadership that we have at the top of this team is really awesome. You know, before we had to uh, shut down for the break uh, for the COVID break, we uh, we were having an outstanding off season. And and this the senior group that we have coming up is just the, the amount of leaders we have in there is, is absolutely amazing. And so the work's been awesome. And then we come back on last Tuesday. And it's like we pick up where we left off. The guys mm-hmm. are leading again. They're doing everything. I, I'm seeing things that, 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 that we really like to see as coaches. And, and when you have a team that's player-led, 
rather than coach-led, you know that, that you can be successful, and that's what I'm seeing right now. And so that's what's so exciting going into this season. It's also exciting to have 16 starters back, too, you know, rather than trying to replace 16. So yeah, because that don't hurt that, now, Coach, having, yeah, having some studs. <laughs> <laughs> having that, some that, studs that, back, that, Coach. That, that's, that's fun also. So, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it is, Coach, and that's a good problem to have. And you have a problem that like, a lot of people don't have at you high is the fact that, Coach, you, you just get talent, Coach. So tell us about some of that talent that you have uh on that team that a lot of guys they just want to play for you coach they just want to come we have some real good kids man you know they're, they're being recruited by by you know big colleges but you know the best thing i can say about these guys is that is they are some good kids they really are they're both academically um they get after in the classroom and just just some quality kids that when they go to these universities they're getting some good people and, that, and that's what i love we got a, we got a safety right now who's being recruited by a by, you know, pretty much everybody in the nation, Jordan Gilbert, and uh, you know he does a great job for us. He plays offense and defense yeah. for us, but yeah. he's going to go to col- he's going to go to college to play safety, and yeah. just does a great job for us. We got uh, Micah Davy, who's a linebacker for us. Linebacker. Um, yeah, right. Son of son of Rohan Davy, he led our team in tackles last year with 132 tackles. Uh, we got Christian Ard. Who's who's a cornerback for us and, and a wide receiver for us and yeah I've seen Chris Nord is some seven on seven yeah. stuff man he you talk yeah, about he, lighting it up brother he he's a, he's a he's a he, and he, he's a looker too he looks the test he's bad to look there he does <laughs> he does man he even he he plays some quarterback for us too and you know yeah I saw that he does he that. does a lot you know we got we got a junior running back and Derek Graham who's two hundred twenty pounds right now and just he's yeah. a thumper in there you know. Uh, and and the list goes on. We got we just got some good kids, and it's just quality kids that that, that work hard and and can have an opportunity to go play at the next level, which is awesome. Right, and and that's what it's about them being good people, coach. I look at the good people that they are, and I look at them. Um, and, and the stock that they come from, you know, I, I look at that as well, coach, and, and the fact that you guys gonna, uh, you know, uh, fight for a state championship, guys. You guys are always in that hunt, guys. So tell me about the, the season, coach. Tell me about the schedule that you guys got. And they know it's not an easy schedule to say one. And I think, you know, Kazakh, I think we got y'all on what week three or four? <laughs> week three, week three. You know, uh, look, we uh, we schedule tough because we got to be ready when we get to our district and when we get to the, to the playoffs. So. We're not afraid to schedule tough. So we got John Eric, five A John Eric, week one. We got yeah. Neville week two and Catholic week three. So and then we, yeah. and then we'll start our district with Parkview and Madison Prep and Baker and and Bruley and just it, it, it's a it's a who's who when coach. you look down the schedule. Of, so of just area a who's who, coach. Oh yeah, coach. And, just, it's like you don't shy away from running, coach. You don't run away from any any challenges. Look like coach. But you know what? That that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it fun for these guys. Every week they got to get up and get ready to play, and, and it just. You know, if you're not ready to play, you're going to get whipped. So you, you got to have a good week each week of practice, preparing, and, and they, that, that's what gets you ready for the playoffs, you know. Um, taking taking lumps maybe early or, or playing these hard games and that can go either way. And then at the end of the day, when you get in those playoffs, you're, you're prepared for that. You're prepared for those games that are going back and forth. You're prepared for the games where maybe you get down early and you got to come back and right. fight. And so that's why I love playing these, these tough opponents. And Catholic, man, Catholic should be outstanding this year. They're they're returning a lot, and Gabe does such a good job over there. They're going to have a great team, and it always is a good team. But Catholic won't be there till week three. We got to we got to get through some other people before that point. So, yeah, coach. Uh, and those atmospheres. Take, yeah, coach. Oh, yeah, coach. Ooh, we. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Get take, them, right. take it week by week and and see what's going to happen. You know, but it, it, it's a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah, coach, and it really is. And I look at your schedule, and I look at the atmosphere that they have uh, during those games. It's like you you really preparing them for it. Like you said, you're preparing them for those playoff type of atmosphere. 
You know, you play, you're saying, okay, guys, I'm going to take you out in the John Air. I'm going to take you in the Catholic eye. And that's going to be just like the second round of the playoffs, third round of the playoffs. You know what I mean? So you're going to play those very similar games. So I must commend uh, you from uh, for doing that with you guys, with, with, with you guys. Coach. So tell me about the coaching staff, Coach. Tell me about them great coaches that help you mold these young men into to the, to the great men that they are. Tell me about your coaching staff, Coach. So we got Lucas Peters, who's our associate head coach, and he's our offensive coordinator. Um, he came over last year, first year. He's actually from Texas, and okay. uh, and just really does a great job with our offense. Um, we've got Nate, David Newbauer, who's been on the staff with us for probably eight years now. He does our offensive line. Um, we got Miles Landry, who's our strength and conditioning coach, and he also okay. um, he, he kind of does a lot of the the defensive calling you know he helps me out a good bit with with, with calling defense and doing that type okay. of stuff and okay. he's been with me for nine nine years he's wow been with me, so so wow. uh, we're very he knows what i expect and and, and he uh, he does a great job with it you know um yeah. we have you know some of our other defensive assistants at kendall sibley who, who does defensive backs and, and parker okay. kirby who does uh, does our strong safeties and and nick west he's going to do our defensive line uh, nick was been with us for a couple years and okay. then offensively, we got a kid that played for us as a wide receiver coach in Adam Lewis. And then we just hired a new guy for CCP, um, Larry Thompson, who's actually coming from out of state. And he's going to be a CCP for us. So it's a, it's, it's a good group. Yeah. Talk about a group right. of guys that work, works really hard and, and they bring a lot of knowledge right. to the table and, right. and, and, uh, right. And, and, you know, the biggest thing I can say for it is that they right. care for kids. And that, that's what I'm looking for. You know, you, you want an assistant that, that wants to be there, but also, yeah, so you know, they, care for kids. Yeah, they, they love kids. Because we're not doing it for the money, right. I can tell you yeah, that. And they got, so they got uh, the love the part, Coach, and they got the walk the walk. Coach, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coach, it ain't for the team, Coach. It ain't for, for the paycheck, but it's for the love of the kids. And it's for the love of, of what we do. And, Coach, you do that well than anybody I know, man, and, and learning from. So how was that learning from Coach Garrett? Coach, tell us about that, that relationship that you had from him and uh, learning from being a position coach at Catholic to, to stepping up the head, you know, to defense coordinator to, and moving on to head coach as well. So how was that? Coach Garrett was one of my, you know, closest friends. You know, we, we came so close. We hit it off right away being both football and baseball guys yeah. when I started over there, you know, and I coached yeah, with Coach Garrett on both football and baseball and, and just started to pick his brain when I got to defense and he started kind of handing over a little more to me, a little more to me and, you know, until eventually I knew his entire playbook the way he wanted it done and all that type of stuff and I've taken a lot of that stuff and taken yeah. some things I've learned from other people and kind of made it my own but Coach Garrett just an unbelievable person. He really is. He, you know, he, yeah. Yes. The, the 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 way he you know the, the way he coaches the way he, it's an intense style that that he puts people in positions that make them uncomfortable but when they get there on Friday night they know what to do and they're not nervous you know and right. and I learned right. so, I learned so much from him from not only just the coaching part but just trying you know just just how to how to be a man and things like that I was young when I started there you know I was 22 years old when I started Catholic and just learned right. a ton from him and right. and then obviously you know <laughs> learning from Coach Weiner is is a whole nother thing too, just on on how to treat oh, people yeah. and, and how and oh, how yeah. to run a program. It's just it's yeah. it's amazing, you know. Coach Weiner's got an unbelievable coaching tree because yeah. he's taught so many of us how to treat people, you know. And right. I think I think that's what's made a lot of the coaches in Baton Rouge so good. And you, you look at down the line of all these coaches that have coached under him, and and it's just because he, he taught you how you need to how you need to run a program, but how you need to treat people. And I think that's been so successful for us, you know. But right. Coach Garadale and Coach Weiner had a major role in both of those things for me. Yeah. 
and they're both great men and they're great great men of faith great men of, of god and just just like yourself and just like myself they, they, they just taught us how to be good men and taught us how to be good guys and and, and, I, and I know that we imprinted on them as well you know i know that we we both imprinted you know your youth and exuberance and kevin you know my background from being in the inner city we both helped them be better men as well and i think it went it went both ways uh with both men so coach i don't want to leave out your baseball guys but coach i, I know it's hard because we didn't have a baseball season um but coach tell me about the baseball guys man and i'm sorry about that season and that y'all didn't get to have and make a run for that thing but it's just it's one of those things that was part of that byproduct of, of this COVID epidemic, pandemic that we're in. So tell us about your baseball guys and then getting back to with, with them. Yeah, you know, uh, Justin Morgan's our head coach for for, for baseball and, and just does an outstanding job with the guys. And we okay. have so many guys that play, that, that play football and baseball, you know. Okay. And so I, I want to push our guys to play as many sports as they can, you know. Yes, you're, either, you're, playing, you're playing football in the fall and then you're running track or playing baseball. You're doing something, you know, because right. we're a smaller school. And, you know, our baseball program had, I think it was 13 seniors uh, this wow. year. They were, they were, they wow. were primed to make a run. They had a couple kids that have They were, Coach. They with, were. Yeah. They, uh, they, they had a couple kids that signed with some big schools. One signed Mississippi State, one signed here with LSU. We had a couple signed with Mississippi College and one signed with Louisiana College. I, wow. They, they were primed to make a run, and I, I felt so bad for them because I feel like this, this season had been building for a while. These kids have been starting since they were sophomores, and knowing right. that the senior year would be their year. So, you know, it, it's it's a byproduct, like you said, of what happened. It, it's one yeah. of the things that you can't go back and, and try to play those games again. But, uh, no, but, no, but, no. So it's a tough situation, you know. Yes, it, is. it really is, Coach. It really is. And I want to want to end. I always end with some touching things. I always end with family and, and, and faith and love. So, Coach, tell us about that wonderful wife you have at home and those beautiful babies. And tell us about them and tell us about uh, what they're doing and how was that being at home with them for that break and, and going forward now that you're back at coaching. Tell us about them. Tell us about those beautiful family, Coach. I have, I have by far the best wife in the world, and Melissa. She, you know, yes, you do, coach. You do. She's, she's a coach's <laughs> wife. Well, she, she knows. And before we got married, she knew I was, I was coaching baseball and football at the time. She knew yes. what she yes. was getting into, and, and still married me anyway. You know, um, that, that, that was you know they're good, coach. That's it. You know, she, she's absolutely amazing. You know, uh, yes. we have yes. three awesome kids, and you know, it's funny, William. William is now going to be in seventh grade next year. He's at U High. He he played football for the first time last year in sixth grade. I'm, wow! I'm okay. coaching. I'm, I'm coaching his baseball team right now, and and my daughters who were born, I guess about four days before I started coaching at U High, they're they're about to turn ten now. So it's a uh, wow! It's, wow! It's, it's crazy. It's fun times over here. You know, they're awesome. And Melissa just she's the glue that keeps it all together. You know, I'm going a lot. And when I get back, she's got dinner ready. She's got the kids ready to roll that they're getting their homework done it's just she's absolutely amazing so it's uh it's, it's been awesome i'm very lucky yes coach it, it was and seeing and that was one of the beauty that's why i always end with touching stuff because it always does it well because i saw coaches uh grow i saw melissa i saw the babies grow up i like and that's the deal about this coaching profession i saw them grow as a family I saw Coach when he, you know, he bought his home and he bought his new home. And Coach, I was, you know, I was there. I've been to Coach's home. I've been to Coach's house. That's it. So, yeah. I coach, think you, coach. you might have helped me move in, huh? Like, Coach, I was one of them. I was on the truck, Coach. Hey, 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 hey grab, put, put your hands on something, Kevin. <laughs> that's it. That's but that's, it, man. That's, that's the coaching brotherhood, Coach. That's the coaching brotherhood. So, I want to tell my fam, my people that, that it's about the brotherhood and end with it's about family, man. It's about your family and, and that's what it's about, Coach. 
there's no doubt, you know. And I think I think as as a coach, and if you start to treat these players, your players, like you would treat your son, I think it helps you. Your daughter, it helps you out so much. You know, what do you want for your kids? You want the best, and that's the same you want for your players. And I think when you bring that attitude into it, it really makes a difference. And I think the kids can see that. And, 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 and they, and they want to run through a wall for you when, when, when they know that you got your back and that, that, uh, that, that you love them. So that's what we try to portray to our players. And it helps out so much having a good, stable family life to, to, uh, right. to lean back on. So. Right. And that's what it is, coach. And, and coach, with that, we'll say, coach, and you, your great words of wisdom, coach, you're a great man, you're a great father, you're a great man of faith. And I want to tell you, coach, thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to meet with you and to talk with you for this time. Coach, I am looking forward to your season next year, coach. And I think you're going to make a great run for that team. Uh, and I think, hey, coach, I want to see the championship. I want to see you hold that trophy up and get it. And I'm going to be a fan. Coach. Well, well, except for one week, coach. One week, I'm not. Except for week three. Yeah, that week three. But the rest of the season, coach, hey, coach, you my guy, coach. You're my friend. You're my buddy, coach. And I want to see you do well. But thank you for being a part of the podcast, coach. Thank you so much. Kevin, thank you for having me. And, man, I appreciate it. And I'm just thankful for all that you do for the community and, and, you know, your work through the Y and just everything you've done. And keep it up. You're doing a great job. All right, brother. Take care, man. And God bless you and your family. All right. You too. Appreciate you. We want to say thank you to all of our commercial corporate affiliates, Cheapo Air, Walmart, Fiverr and Fiverr.com, 1-800-LENS, Contacts, and Carol's Daughter. All we ask, if you want to keep this show going and keep this show on the air and keep us being relevant every week, go to our site and click on the links and order through our sites. If you ever want to go to any one of these sites and order from airline tickets to ordering through Walmart to ordering Fiverr, getting a freelance designer or something for your websites or contacts, order through our site so you can keep us on, so you can keep us going. If you ever want to reach us, be on the show, give us a call at 504-233-2006. Again, that's 504-233-2006. You come be on the show with me. You can come ask me questions. If you want to just ask me questions, and I'll put it on the show about some of the topics of the day and some of the topics that uh, of, the, of the week or the day, uh, you can reach us at, at Frankly Speaking on Twitter. That's at Frankly Speaking, F-R-A-N-K-I-L, Speaking, S-P-E-A-K-I-N, on Twitter. That's Frankly Speaking. Frankly.